0: All right, bro, you you ready to podcast? I am ready to do a podcast.
1: Coming to you live from the Southwestern Shakebag
0: Studios. Regular regular shit here.
1: This is the number one mixtape program on the internet.
0: Niggas pod day.
1: Goddamn, that nigga is ready.
0: I'm in this bitch.
1: Never will I wish you a Halle Berry.
0: I'm in this bitch. If he's jumping in my vagina, he doesn't care what my shoes look okay. like. Mean, I'm in this bitch. is like, that keeps you safe.
1: Nick am well, to come and Jesus get this this butter.
0: And then, you know, in my high thoughts, I was just like, wait, like, one, Jesus is not Spanish. Well known fact. Um And then two, Spanish Jesus probably his name is not Jesus, it's probably Hector.
1: Can we just say what? that Jesus what? is butter butter? Like, I guess boy. we kinda have to be in that we already like know he's black. Right. We already fighting the whole "stop making him he white, he's black" thing. We probably don't need to. We probably don't need to be like fighting our brown brothers and sisters. I mean, I'm not.
0: I'm not fighting them. I'm just stating facts. Like no, ge-
1: that's right. geogra- it's in there.
0: yeah, geographically where he's from. Yeah, I mean, you
1: can't. I mean, so you can determine a lot geographically because that's like saying uh, an Ohio nigga is scared to wear pink, An Ohio nigga is not
0: scared. Not to wear scared pink. to wear pink at all. You can
1: pave the way for that.
0: Thank and God for camera. Thank we God We will for talk Cam. about
1: Cam today. At one hundred percent, you ready to do this podcast? we yes, talk about all the fucking things we had on this list. <laughs> Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's fucking do it, yo! Welcome to the Dipped In butter program good morning good evening happy friday happy monday good weekend good whenever it is you turn this motherfucking show on in your iphone to be put into your earbuds because i'm pretty sure nobody plays this in speakers because then other people will know the kind of thoughts you have because you only listen to this because you share our thoughts uh across from me is my guy your guy forever young 89 the motherfucking goddamn Mm -hmm. glue Wes with no T, my friend. And I just realized for probably three weeks now, I have not said Wes. I have only given you aliases. And (laughs) I've been, listen, I just realized this like a couple of days ago. Like, I don't think I've been saying Wes. I've just been giving you all aliases. So my friend, his name (laughs) is Wes. What's going on, my guy?
0: Uh, you know, um, you know, you've just been giving them my aliases. This, at this point, a nigga feels like, you know, if you know, you know. And if you don't, you should just go back and figure it out. So I'm not mad at that. But, you know, I'm here another week Um, here on the number one. Just put us in your rotation. We ain't got to be your number one podcast. Podcast on the Internet. You know I'm what I'm okay saying? With, with my guy across from me with the hottest takes in the United States. That is A K-, K with two Ts on the end of that thing. Um, You can catch him at Um Dipped and Butter Program. Behind the forward or the backslash, behind any website uh, you want to go and look at it at, go to um, Aquafina.com slash Dipped and Butter Program. We're on um, there. We're on there. I promise you. Like, Go check the shit out. Um, that's where you'll find them at. Um, but most and more importantly, you can find him here every Friday or whichever day you decide you want to listen to podcasts podcast here on the Dipped and Butter Program, my nigga and yours, what's poppin'?
1: What's going on, my guy? Uh, I- I'm working on trying to get us on uh, stickdeath.com, Stick. MySpace... And Newgrounds—that's for the OGs, uh, internet users out there that fucked with them sites in the early internet days when you have to hook up to dial up and uh, hit your AOL account with the AIDS sex location and do you have A-S-L. a piss? The niggas don't know that. Whoa, Bro, AOL was creep crazy, days. crazy time. creepy days. <laughs> Crazy type, bro. creepy days. ASL, wowzers. Well, do you remember when they used to send them discs to the crib, like for the yeah, free trial? For the AOL, fuck yeah.
0: What was it, AOL ninety AOL minutes was, or
1: something like that? Something like that. AOL was super revolutionary though with the scamming because, like, they would send you the de- the disc for like a ninety minute or thirty day free trial for AOL, and then you have to put in your bank information and all your name and address and all of that shit. But they made it literally impossible to unsubscribe to that shit so it would just be like pulling money out of your account yeah, and like no bro choice. you could never find how to unsubscribe from aol that shit was low-key genius.
0: i mean hey when the internet was brand new they like hey you have to get on the internet to unsubscribe like you can call us to set the shit up but we don't we don't really answer that to unsubscribe you got to use our disc to unsubscribe
1: Fam, they used to like run you in so many circles to be able to get rid of that shit. It was insane. Um, It was work. It was literally work to try to get rid of AOL, but that's not what we're starting with. <laughs> that just kind of crossed my mind. I do want to talk to you as my friend because uh, I'm having an interesting day today. Okay. Uh, work was interesting for me today. Uh, you know that I work in the custodial business and I am in management for custodial. So most of my days, I kind of spend... Hiding or like not doing much or just delegating responsibilities. I probably shouldn't say that. Edit that out for anybody that might listen not, to this. Not while way.
0: I'm drinking, that's for sure. By
1: edit that out, I mean just leave it in. Uh, <laughs> but so today I had to actually do some physical, like draining type work today. I had to like do, we had to like redo some floors in like a pet rescue center, right? So, obviously, these floors are gross because pets, right? Yeah, you know, right. I'm not saying all gro- pets are gross by default, but these are rescued pets. So, you kind of expect these floors to be like pet dander crazy and, you know, a little bit of pee pibble. Like, you know, you're walking the dog in, it's peeing on itself just a little bit all the way up the hallway, and, you know, just all of that little shit. So, me and a team of three of my guys went in there to, you know, Sweep and mop the floors real good, strip the floors with the buffer, put the new coat of wax down, three new coats, shifting furniture around. And as I was on my hands and knees with us, like what do you call those scour pads? Is that what malls call them? You know, the rough pads that you like like scrub around your sink yeah, with.
0: I know what you're talking Brillo about. Brillo pads? Brillo pads. Niggas still call there them Brillo go. pads? Is Brillo that what they still call them? That's like what that? I was trying to think about. It. It's a Brillo pad.
1: I'm on my hands and knees with a Brillo pad and I'm like scrubbing the corners of floors, trying to get like access gunk and shit like that. And I got to thinking in my own mind while my knees and back was hurting. And I was just like, <laughs> how as Americans or as a society or whatever culture this is, how did we get here to where we expect floors and toilets to be so clean? Like these are floors that we walk on. Right. Right daily right and we expect our toilets to be pristine like and this is not me like trying to criticize our way of life right because if i go into a bathroom i certainly expect the toilet to look clean, or something be Mm -hmm. like gross the fuck out and i might (laughs) not want to use it you know what i'm saying so but i got to thinking like well all countries don't behave this way you know what i'm saying like you could go abroad somewhere and i not trying to be racist or you know judgmental or anything like this but i know i've seen some shots of some indian homes of like people where the floor in, in the floors in india or some yeah, other country just the whole it's a hole in the floor just, yeah there's a hole in the floor where you shit in the floor is basically kind of half dirt and clay yeah it's it's not tile it's not white pristine tile there is, white, there is no tile.
0: toilet there is no toilet
1: there's no toilet it's a hole in the ground and everybody shits in and i understand as americans we kind of look at them like ew i don't want that Mm-hmm. but I don't think we ever stopped our process. Like somebody has to make this this way. We just always expect things to be the way they are, right? Like mm-hmm. when you go into the doctor's office, you look at the floor, you look at the counters, you expect things to be clean. You never really think about who has to keep them that way. You know what I'm saying? Like you, if you went into the doctor's office for a checkup and it was like a bunch of pet dander <laughs> in the corner, you would be like, I probably don't want to come here for my checkups anymore. Right, right. But it just, I don't know. I don't know why that went through my mind. I just was like, we as Americans expect cleanliness out I mean, of some of the dirtiest places. It's, it's
0: weird. It's definitely a first world problem. Um, yes, that's what I'm it's, getting it's, at. it's so second nature that most people don't think about it, but it takes the people who have actually done it to actually think about that. Because I've been places, like I said, I worked at the gas station, nigga. And when I tell you there have been times where... Some house somebody shit all over the bathroom like (sighs) shit everywhere and like i don't i don't mind being a team player and doing my thing at the job but that was where i drew the line at like and if you got to send me home or suspend me (laughs) or whatever case may be because i don't want to clean the bathroom it just is what it is fam but go in there and look at that like y'all absolutely don't pay enough for me to go in there and clean the bathroom, for me working at the gas station. I understand, you know what I'm saying, that that's the, that's the realm and the world that you live in. So like, you kind of got to figure it out. And you the manager, right. so you can really delegate that down. I can kind of delegate down, it, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? Pun intended. <laughs> Absolutely. But like, again, it takes somebody who's done that to think about the people who have to do it. Because like you say, when you walk in the bathroom, you want to see it. A degree or a level of clean to feel at least comfortable to use the bathroom because nine times out of ten, especially when you go to the bathroom in public, you got to use the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? But while you was telling that whole story, it made me think about it. As a man, because it's different for women, and we know Absolutely. As a man, how dirty does a bathroom have to be for you to say, I'm not even whipping my dick out in here?
1: (laughs) This is why I fuck with you, bro, because you always know the right questions to ask me, to get me on a tangent. Like, you always, you always, so, okay. We all, we're obviously talking number one, right? Because we could, number two obviously has a a, a lot, if you got a shit, your standards are much higher.
0: Way higher.
1: As men, you can pull your dick out and just kind of piss anywhere you know what i mean you can piss behind a car behind a movie theater niggas will piss where they need to piss you know you'll piss in the 20 ounce bottle of mountain dew if you have to but i have been in some bathrooms that have been so dirty where i didn't even want to pull my dick out of my pants for fear that something might jump in uh, on my dick and crawl up my pee hole yeah, these are my fears. So yeah, like you I'm might, might, catch, you crab, you might catch
0: crabs in that bathroom or something for sure. F-
1: from standing up, like yeah, this, yeah. These are real questions. So let me tell you though, like okay, so when it comes to pissing, I'm pretty forgiving. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Like I will piss in some some shady places like i've been in some gas station bathrooms on the side of the road on a road trip where you got to ask for the key like right. a lot of times you know when you got to ask for the key oh, for dude. whatever reason that means it's dirty 80. it shouldn't mean it's clean
0: in the high 90% that you know that that bathroom is disgusting why why because the bathroom doesn't always have eyes on it And crackheads figure out ways to get in these fucking bathrooms. And people be living in these bathrooms. and shit be happening in these
1: bathrooms. Wesley (laughs) Glue Young. This is what I'm talking about. Bro, like... You would think that if a restroom has a lock on it, it should stay and maintain its cleanliness. But I'd be knowing as soon as a gas station nigga hand me a big wooden paddle with one key dangling from it, I already know. Like buckle up, it's gonna be crazy.
0: How ridiculous is that? That they always have that as the as the (laughs) as the keychain. Like where
1: the fuck are y'all finding that wooden block?
0: Where but anyway, bro, not
1: even gone. to get on a Seinfeld tangent because we're going to go get into a whole Seinfeld stand up with that. But so if, if, if the floor is sticky, I can still whip my dick out and pee. If the toilet seat has pee pee sprinkles on it, dried pee pee sprinkles, I can still pee. If the top of the commode has pee pee sprinkles and a weird maroon color on it to where I'm not really sure if it's shit or blood. I could still pee. Here's where I draw the line, Wes, and this is going to be really weird. I recognize this weirdness, so I'm glad you asked me this. You know what I'm funny about? is <laughs> the inside of the toilet. If the inside of the toilet has that brown stain or a real hard ring or like crud on the in, or doo-doo splatter on the inside of the toilet, That's I'll it. walk to the next stall. Oh, I'm going yeah. to the next stall. <laughs> like, if it's a single... I got to determine if I can hold it. Like, that is my line. It's weird. Like, anything that can actually touch me, I'll just piss around it, piss on it, over it, whatever I got to do. But if I look inside the toilet and it looks like, a mess inside, like, you ever been at the park on, like, a family reunion or something and got to run to the park bathroom and there's, like, dry turds in there and you got to piss on top of this shit? Jesus fucking Christ.
0: Yeah, Jesus, I think, mm, like like you say, (laughs) men are pretty forgiving um, when it comes to just being able to whip your dick out. Like you say, shitting is a whole different standard. Well, I don't even know if we're going to get into that here, but, like, I think for me, I think I think smell is important um, when you walk into a bathroom. I think smell is important if if it has a certain smell. If it a public bathroom really shouldn't smell like a porter potty, and if it does, that should probably trigger something. Something's not okay. Um, And. I always try to be conscious when I walk in these types of bathrooms, especially if they smell. For, or like you say, you just know when you go into a bathroom in a certain place, like, all right, let me buckle up and figure out. I know I'm not walking into the greatest bathroom of all time. Sure. So, but like, I, I always try to pay attention on the walk-in to what is my uh, drying device. Do I have towels or an, a hand dryer? Is that a tell for you? Is the yeah, Absolutely absolutely okay. the hand dryer means oh they don't come around to this motherfucker
1: <laughs> i like that no yeah. i like that
0: hand because you don't have to restock nothing you can like that's the you once a, that's the once a day every hours. couple day yeah like you might be you might be able to get that off for a little while like uh-huh. you got a big enough park bathroom and shit like it's somebody's job to come out here and clean it once a day but like that's it like if you don't catch it at 930 in the morning, you're not about to get to clean this bathroom if it's a busy park. But that's always terrible when you walk out of one of those bathrooms, you finish, you know, even pissing because you should always wash your hands. But you always feel extra obligated to wash your hands in a nasty bathroom. For but sure. then, this like, everything tends to be nasty in the nasty bathroom, fam. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, what I'm seeing in my head is that the entire bathroom is, looks like it's algae growing on this motherfucker.
1: Well, the walls are painted yellow for whatever reason. Yeah,
0: right? like, there's I like... I think it's
1: clear. Like, we don't need to say that these walls are painted absolutely. like a mustard yellow,
0: right? There like, is that's a, known already. Yes, there is, not a, there is a thick film over everything Ugh. in this bathroom. And like you say, like, it's... It, it really, I've walked out of some bathrooms for sure. Like, just holding off all, all of the factors, like, oh, yeah, I ain't got to go that bad. I could wait, I could wait till we get down a little bit. Cause, uh, especially like you say, the when you hand me the wooden block and I got to go to the outside bathroom, fam, like it make me not even like I, I'll keep going. I'll go to McDonald's or something. Like,
1: <laughs> you, you know what's interesting coming from a nigga that is in the business of cleaning restrooms, right? Like, cause you kind of tickled on it when we first started talking about it, Paul. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, I don't mind, like, when I when I got my rubber gloves on and I'm at work and I'm getting paid to do this, I don't mind cleaning the craziest bathrooms, right? Like, I've told you stories about, like, when an old man just, like, kicked his pants and doo-doo clothes into a corner and just left them. God knows how he got home. And I didn't mind none of that because I have the proper cleaning products. Like, I can put a mask on. Fuck, I can put a hazmat suit on. Rubber gloves, booties. And, everything. and I can literally come in here with a hose and spray this shit down with a, wa- with a pressure washer if I need to. So I don't mind cleaning. But you know where I'll draw the line? <clears throat> As a custodian, when it comes to cleaning bathrooms, I can clean blood, no problem. I can clean pee-pee sprinkles, no problem. I can clean doo-doo for you all day long. I can do this for you all day long. But you know where I'll draw the line, Wes? If I go into a bathroom and a nigga just came out the stall,
0: you hate the it's fresh a no-go for me. Yeah, like, I can't shit. smell,
1: <laughs> I can't smell your fresh shit, bro. Like I can't do and trust me, I have walked away from like literally assignments that I needed to do. Like, okay, I need to go clean at the golf course and do their bathroom. And I see the door swing as I'm really? going in with my cart. Yeah. And if I if I walk in and you just freshly shit, I'm like, well, I say
0: that you know, yeah, around here. About 10:15, yeah, we'll we'll come we'll come back around because especially as like a, a super grown adult like in your 30s for sure, like the list of people you will go into a bathroom immediately behind after shitting is very very, very narrow. Short. <laughs> it very is a very narrow. short list.
1: I'll go in after uh Cameron, my 5-year-old daughter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I will not go in after Jay. Like if I have to go in and piss and he just shit I like spray, close the door, turn on the fucking exhaust, and go to another bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't like going in after my wife. To keep it honest with you, bro, like I don't, I just don't. I'm just not a fan. I mean,
0: I don't think nobody likes going in after it. Like right, it's not, right, it's right. not like oh yeah, here I go, let me walk on in. <laughs> yeah, but like,
1: I'm glad you laid out the carpet. yeah. I th-
0: I think that expresses a level of love if I can go in the bathroom right after you finish taking the shit because, like you say, that's not the most pleasant thing in the world. Like. And then, like, let's see, now we're going somewhere else. Smelling somebody else's shit induces too many thoughts.
1: Break that down for me.
0: I mean, the natural thing after you finish and is to look at your shit,
1: right? See, okay. Let's <laughs> let's do it, bro. Like, this All is right. not on the list, but fuck it. All let's right. do it, bro. Cause I feel like I feel like everybody don't turn around and look at their shit after they shit. How and that's you, weird to me. How do
0: you naturally not? How look could at you your not shit? want to see that? How could you, how do you not naturally, how do you even, how did you, how do you, and maybe that's how some people fuck up and don't know that the toilet ain't flushed all the way. Because how did you not turn around and look at your shit?
1: Like I've heard people say they do not turn around and look at their shit after uh,
0: they Again. Shit. And that's weird for me. Again, it's not the most pleasant thing in the world. I'm not looking at my shit and smiling, having <laughs> the, like, oh yeah. It's well, wait, be, wait, wait, wait. You're today. not
1: smiling, but you got a little pride in you when it's a big log, yeah? No. If you've shit it like a five pounder, you like... I got it. I got that out.
0: I did it. I mean yeah I got it out cool but like
1: <laughs> you don't feel proud I'm, I'm not a sticker when I'm done with I'm not in the shit, bathroom
0: man. looking for a trophy after I shit I'm not no. <laughs> no, no
1: I'm a little bit proud after I get a nice shit off bro i am like
0: nah but but again like ain't that what the doctors and the surgeon general recommend like look at your shit make sure you yeah, how you're do you know if it's blood shit. in your shit you're like, like supposed to look it's it. supposed to be brown what if it's great like I can understand if you got diarrhea but what if your stomach ain't hurting and you turn around and all your shit is just green as hell like something probably ain't right like you, you need like You need to read yourself. Fuck, read the room. Read yourself.
1: All right. So this is why I love doing this podcast with you because fucking, it's time for me to come clean and say something that might be embarrassing. It's that time of the podcast.
0: It's that time.
1: Sometimes I shit and I turn around and look at it, and like you know when you like are laboring over a stool, Mm -hmm. like you are sitting there and you like (laughs) you're like holding your temples, like oh, like you're laboring over this stool. And sometimes I stand up and turn around and look. And I'm disappointed at what I see. Like that's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fam, I can't be the only one that's no, been like that, shit
0: disappointed. Fam, bro. I, I mean full disclosure here. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, but like I did this the other day. Like I was in there. I thought I was putting in work, fam. Like I thought it was happening and going down. And when I stood up, when it was all over, I was like, that's it. Like this is what I'm saying. Like this, this is, is disappointing. Like man. this is what I did. Like I know what I ate yesterday, and I didn't really like shit yesterday. So like right now should be the time. Mm -hmm. for me to go like and it just wasn't wasn't all of that but like I don't
1: like it bro
0: I I don't like it either again I feel like you know it's I feel like what how do you not look at your shit
1: I've heard people say they do not do it and they think it's weird for niggas to turn around and look at it but like you said then you are prone to not like these are the niggas that leave behind shit crumbs like they flush once and think that's enough and don't realize that you still got like Floaties and in that. Yeah, and yeah. And then I, I mean,
0: and I know you got the bidet, and I don't want to stay on the shit talk. I know we might be going way yeah, too deep too at this long. point. Yeah, this is way
1: too long about shit. Sorry, here, but sorry like,
0: audience. Even when you wipe, like it's second nature for me to look. Like you gotta
1: look after you wipe. This make sure you got because it. Because
0: if you don't, how do you know that you got it all?
1: Moving on, bro. Like Thank uh, you. from from one career to another, bro. And this is another like. Welcome to Cat's sick, twisted mind, Wonderland, bro. And I wrote this down to talk to you about. I had a sweet segue. We talked about shit for too long. Now there's no segue. We're just going to get right into it. So when you go into the mall, right? I know you haven't been in a while because COVID and you really like, you don't fuck around out here. Fam, it's been
0: been at least a year since I've been to the mall. I haven't been to the mall out here at all.
1: You have not been. You haven't been appropriately niggerish. Let me escort you. So, well, I, I know you've been... Uh, recently enough to experience walking through the mall and then you walk past like the shoe cleaning kiosks. Yes. You know, the little spots in the middle of the mall that, show the, that sell the overpriced shoe cleaner and they will hey, my man, oh, nice Air Max, bro. Come here, let me talk to you real quick. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I clean them for you? I got this dope ass product, baby. Like, you know, yeah, the boys, yeah, I want to say every possible slang term they can to try to get your attention. Mm-hmm. It's particularly cancerous out here in the Southwest because it's not necessarily the birthplace of hip-hop out here. <laughs> right. So they throw you all the old slang terminology they think is going to get your attention. But I got an, I got a bit of a confession to make on these kiosks, bro. So for one, I'm just like any other red-blooded black American out there. I have never bought their kids. I don't know who <laughs> buys them. Yeah, it's how are you still in business? Kid. And I don't know who buys these shits. But I do have a guilty pleasure about these places, though. As a shoe collector, I do purposely walk past them just for them to compliment my kicks. Wow. Is that nasty?
0: I thought you were gonna say you walk past them so they can clean your kicks for you. Like no, ah. I
1: don't want them touching my shits, bro. Like, listen, I'll be wearing some shit like not saying that my shoe collection is just so crazy, but when I go out, I like to wear my nicer shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. when I got on my nicer shit, you think I want these niggas with these dirty ass sweat rags to be touching my J's, bro? Like, nah. I clean my shit to my own with careful nah. consideration nah. and detail. Like, I got a fine brush, brush, and I ch- 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 one nah. direction. It's like, a, I take a, care of my shit.
0: And to credit my man, you know what I'm saying? One of the very few pictures that you happen to post on your... uh on your on your facebook y'all was out there at the mountain you was holding cam and you had on your uh your concords i believe you had on they they did look rather clean i keep in my the photo yeah bro, on it was, it purpose. was looking like, nice this ain't Brody. no
1: accident yeah yeah, Before yeah i put my shits back in the box i, I clean them first i'm still on that so it's just like i don't want you to clean them because i don't trust you i feel like you're gonna fuck my shit up with your hard-ass brush and rag that you wiped Every nigga, I don't want you to wipe my J's off with the same towel that you've put on that nigga's sketchers, bro. Like, don't do me like that. But it's just like, I do walk past them for them to, like, acknowledge my kicks. Is that nasty? I want them to see my shoes, but I don't want them to touch them.
0: No, not particularly. I don't don't think so. I mean, I think it's the same thing. I think niggas subconsciously do it when they, like, wear all their jewelry to go to the jewelry store or be in the (laughs) jewelry store. That's
1: exactly what it is. Wearing all your jewelry to go to the jewelry. For sure, that's what that is. Because I definitely wear my kicks into the footlocker knowing I don't want nothing. <laughs> I just I want to walk in there and have them see me. And so when I niggas
0: see me, they associate my face with a nigga who knows something about some sneakers. Like, I just
1: want that, bro. I just want that gratification. Want, I'm not shopping today.
0: You need the face card out there in the mall at Los Alamos, man.
1: I want it, bro. But them niggas is not biting. Like They're not offering me no bro, steals or like they, no plug uh, action or nothing. Because they're not real. They're not real, bro. Not real. Uh, I guess we can get into some real topics, though, now that we're done talking about shitting shoes. <laughs>
0: You got anything you want to start with, bro? I got some bullshit I heard um that I don't know if I think is real, but I want to know if you're subscribing to this and okay. I want to know if you've ever heard anything like this. Um I saw a post that said the children of identical twins are not cousins but siblings. The
1: children of identical twins are not cousins. But how how the fuck they figure that?
0: Bro, this is what I'm saying. Like it doesn't like I want you to pod through this with me because I Cause saw it. Cuz they still
1: they still brother and sister or brother, they're still siblings the twins. They're like, not of the same mm. body. And that's what this I This is why thinking. the fucking and this is why social media is fucking stupid.
0: Right? Yeah, this is why they're stupid, bro, but like it's I'm I'm mad because it made me think like I'm cuz I'm trying yeah, to figure double out double back. I'm trying to see the work. Like I'm trying to see how y'all made it to this conclusion Show me, because, your, show like, me your paper. Let me see your paper. Because my first thought went to, well, what about fraternal twins? Like, they're still born on the they still have the same DNA. I mean, I guess it's a, and that's where my, like, I don't, I'm not no fucking scientist. So, like, don't nobody blame me, but like, don't they share a lot of the same DNA? And I get identical and fraternal. Like, if it's identical, it should be exactly the same. But like, y'all didn't have babies with the same bitch, or like, y'all didn't have babies by the same nigga. Like, if y'all had it by two separate people, like, they're still fucking cousins because yeah. y'all are brothers. Like, like this I, is stupid. This is dumb, ain't this it? This is like, stupid.
1: I, I think this is like one of them instances where niggas just is trying to be a little too smart, and then they end up just falling short of the most practical answer right in front of them. like, but there's, like there's
0: no way this can even be a thinker. But the pro- yeah, the problem is the the people like the people that were reposted are like agreeing, fam. And this is what made me want to like, like seriously or ironically agree. No, like. Were like actually yes, like people were like, oh, it was one of those, like you didn't know this, like no, I would have never, I would never thought that ever. Do
1: you think twins are weird?
0: Weird in what sense?
1: Just in in any sense, really. But like, do you think they're weird in the sense like, would you ever be in a serious relationship with a chick that had an identical twin that was like not just okay, we look alike and we grew up in the same house and we're just obviously twins but we're twins in a sense that we dress alike even though we're 38 and like yeah,
0: that's probably that's she be over yeah. here I will
1: be over there all the time and like you was the first one to marry either one of them so you know you're in for it and you're break like you're wedging in between them like would you get involved yeah, I don't, in that kind yeah, of situation i don't i don't,
0: I don't think i want to be like with somebody in that type of twin or if scene. they have like I a secret
1: language they speak to each yeah, other that kind of weird yeah shit. that's
0: too, that's too far like i understand being twins and having that connection and shit like that but like you also got to be your own person so like I, and that's something i never even thought about because i've you know of course being in my years you've seen to like twins like oh shit that would be nice like shit maybe they're yeah, no, the twin, like man. yeah that's dope but like I never even thought about that. Like what if they so tight that it's like, I can't, even, yeah, I can't even deal with that shit. And you're right. I probably couldn't. Cause like, if y'all just twins and like, I can get with you and you and yourself, I don't I don't mind y'all being together all the time and doing shit, whatever y'all twins, y'all, y'all used to that, but there has to be some sort of separation.
1: Yeah. It, it's certain shit. I just can't deal with because I know I couldn't handle it because my wife is going to laugh at this. Cause she already knows how I am. Like it's one thing that like is a, absolute automatic turn off for me like when grown women use baby talk voice at any capacity like if they're talking to you as their husband or significant other or if they're like trying to be cute playing with you at the barbecue or if that's just how they talk to their cousins that shit makes my dick soft at an alarming rate bro like i fucking hate a grown woman that uses baby talk trying to be cute with it like obviously if you're talking to a baby that's one thing but like don't talk to me that way.
0: Like how? Like, oh, I'm like trying to figure fucking, out how and why she would talk to you in baby talk. Cause that's what, that is definitely. Like weird. if she's
1: trying to be funny or like, okay, say you got, say you just came home from the barbershop and you just got fresh, brand new cut super dope lineup. You walk in the house, your girl greets you. Oh, oh, look at it. It's so cute. Like that kind of shit. Like if you want to see my dick go straight, flaccid, <laughs> <it. laughs> like that's exactly what you have to do. Like I will walk back out the door. I just walk right back outside, bro. Like, that I mean, shit is annoying as fuck for me.
0: I can understand that. And I want to, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put a hard stop here, but you just said something about something else that I have written on my paper that I've actually, <laughs> as weird as it sounds after you hear this, have been thinking about for a few weeks. But like, I've been living with this for a few years. A, a large amount of years of my life is what I feel like at this point. So I want to ask you to see if I'm crazy or if this is just a man thing. Um, and I want to ask you this and I want to put a pause in a no homo in the beginning wherever in the they middle need to be. wherever they need to be here right.
1: just uh spread it in there like lebron james with the heat yikes how
0: often do you think about your own dick
1: all the time
0: okay like Ooh.
1: to what capacity though like are we just anything that has to do with my own dick like
0: anything that like how ha- like in what it just, it's weird to describe maybe because I'm a dude but like how often do you think about your dick? Like All the
1: time. Like, okay, so, like, not all the time. Like, I'm always thinking about fucking, or I'm always right. thinking about, like, what condition my dick is in, or what's that weird feeling close to my dick. But it's everything. Like, it's all of the above. And this is why I fuck with you, and I, I will never let you go, like, I will never <laughs> let you go down in flames on your own on this podcast. Like, bro, if this bitch is crashing, we're both going down in flames. So, fuck it. I'll jump out there ahead of you on this topic, even okay. though this is not mine. <laughs> Just yesterday, I was laying on the couch in my basketball shorts, watching TV, and didn't even realize I had my hand on my dick until my wife walked in the living room. Like, when she walked in the living room, I was like, oh, shit, I'm touching my dick. Like, I didn't even—this <laughs> is how you know it's a regular part of my life. Is that normal? Nah, I think that's normal
0: because sometimes I don't know it either. But like I didn't
1: even realize I was touching my dick and I was like, I'm touching my dick. What the fuck is going on? Here? But
0: I think it might attribute to and I know it's just a saying, but it's a real thing. Like, you know, the dick got a mind of its own. So like, is it because it has a mind of its own that it like connects with your brain? Mm, I see, and it I like see where you're going. It forces you to think about your dick all day, in whatever capacity. like And, what
1: I, and it ain't always about, like, like like I said before, it's not always about fucking not. or, you know, like, ugh, I wonder about the size of my dick today. Like, it's not always about the weirdo shit. Like, sometimes it's just like, sometimes I really, like, think about, okay, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. I'm dressed by 5, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes around 11.30, I kind of forget what drawers I have on. And I'm like, what drawers am I wearing today? Are these, like, the... Are these the sport comforts? Like, I don't remember. I'm having a good draws day, so I want to remember which ones these are. Like, little shit like that.
0: A, a weird. good draws day, as my dad says. I'm having a good dick day. Like, yeah. so, sometimes... Sometimes Everything your dick is just in really good shape. Sometimes it's in really good shape. You just wake uh-huh. up there. I woke up like this. Like, yeah, that's how that works out. So I'm I'm glad to know that because because you said it. Now I believe every man in the world thinks about their dick all the time in the same capacity. Because how do you not? Well, there's too much. Um,
1: there's too much weight, responsibility, and importance put on our male member. Let's be all the way honest. Like, okay. I'm not here to just be blaming women, but it's a lot of their fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all got to take a lot of the responsibility. Like, you don't want to be a whack dick nigga. So, in order to not be a whack dick nigga, you have to upkeep your dick, no? Yes. If 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 you want to have good hair, you need to brush it, comb it, wash it, condition it. You know what I mean? So... If you want your dick to be whack, I'm pretty sure a surefire way is to ignore it. No,
0: <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't. Ignore if you
1: want to have a whack dick, and I, by whack, I don't mean like sexually, but like maybe it's not clean, maybe it's the ugliest dick your chick has ever seen. One surefire way to achieve that is to ignore it all the time and just don't even look at it unless you're how? kissing.
0: How I don't even understand how you do that. I mean, like, see, this again, is this I'm is saying. me thinking about my dick all the time. Like, this is what I'm saying. How do you just ignore your dick? Like, it's it's there.
1: We I'll say this one thing and then we'll move on. I've literally googled my dick before. I've what? googled it. Not like cat's dick, like I wonder if there's pictures of my dick. I've googled my dick before though. Like just like I don't know. You know, uh what, what what in what capacity like what should I expect from my dick in the future as an aging man? Like okay. shit like that. You know what okay. I mean? Not weirdo shit. Oh, I know this okay. is probably coming off weird, okay. but I, I've i Googled the status of no, my dick I before. Can, I, 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 I want to know what to expect when I get older. Like is my dick going to just like do weird things? Should I expect like shrivelage or gray hairs? Like what should I expect? Well, Will my balls droop? Like these are things I want to be prepared for.
0: Nah, that's legit, bro. And everybody web MD, so it's okay
1: okay all right all right well we're gonna get the fuck out of here and really give you all some news and stop talking about shit dicks and shoes uh <laughs> what do we got here at the top um i guess you want to get into some actual like celebrity news or i we'll guess we've done enough we'll random go, right talk. We, we can, can go wherever you want to go man uh Kalani wants us to know she's lesbian now now did you see that now well you gotta say now because she's got a baby and wasn't she like fucking YG last year or something? Yeah, but I and thought I'm she not could... saying that in a disrespectful manner. Like, yeah, just... not at all.
0: But like I th- honestly I thought she was gay before that.
1: That's what I thought too. That's
0: I thought I... like when she was like young, young, like when she was fifteen, seventeen, whatever, when Nick found her when she when she first hit the scene, I thought she was gay or bisexual or something like that.
1: But you remember her fucking with YG though, right? Yeah. So what was she just like on a break? Nah,
0: bitches be, like, fake gay. And I don't want to say it like that, but that's 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 the- that's
1: This right here, I'll let you die with your own.
0: Yeah, mind. that's the synonym for bisexual, I feel like. Like, them is the bitches who will go and, like, fuck with when they feel like it, and then when something go wrong with that nigga, they be single for a little minute or try and fuck with some other niggas, and then, like, they just get fed up. So then they switch sides,
1: like- See, right here is where I'll jump in, and I'll, I'll get I'll get a little crazy with you. And my wife can attest to this. This is not something I'm saying new for the podcast or the shock jock, but this is something I've been saying for years. And I might've said it to you before. I have always had a theory that 25 to 35% of all women are at least bi-curious. What's the percentage on that? 25
0: to 35%. I double that.
1: You think higher? Okay. Okay. I'm okay with higher, but I, I do think there is a large percentage of women that are at least bi curious that would, you know, consider fucking with another woman or at the very least think other women are attractive in a sexual way, not just like from a passing way and just, oh, I admire the way she did her hair, but like, I wouldn't mind if she grabbed my ass right now. You know what I mean? Like right, that kind of right. shit. So um, I just think that sometimes today, especially in celebrity, that we kind of get in a rush to say, hey, I'm lesbian. Hey, I'm gay. Instead of just saying, hey, I'm curious. You know what I mean? Or, hey, I'm still browsing the menu and I don't want to order yet. Like, is that too far? Am I, am I, I doing mean, too much? I don't nah, want to speak for her. Honestly,
0: like- at, at this point. Let's, I mean, in 2021, let's, why does it really fucking matter?
1: That's the first thing I said when I saw the article. because like, It mean, was just in it, such bold caps this and is, I was just like, do niggas care anymore?
0: This is, this is so interesting that you bring this point up because over the last week, I don't even know what made me dive down this wormhole, but I got on like my Luther kick fam and I watched a documentary about Luther and Luther coming up But I looked over at my wife and I was like, babe, looking back at Luther footage now,
1: how did niggas just not know? Fam, I swear to God I said that like two weeks ago watching Luther shit with Donovan. I was like... Where? Yeah, Luther I should, was gay I, as hell. Like, I, you turned,
0: I turned the phone around to her, fam. He had on a green silk shirt. He had the, I don't want to call it the gay lisp, but he had the it little...
1: Was a gay he had some
0: twang. He was, again, back to the philosophy here, he was still a nigga. You know you where know I what saw I'm, it? What?
1: Just to add in on your story, yeah. me and her was watching another Luther video and he was sitting at a bar with a chick across from him, and he was supposedly supposed to be singing to the chick. Yeah. And in the video, you could see, I was like, damn, babe, Luther this is wild thing. uncomfortable in the bar right now. Wild? Like, I think I seen the same tell, shit. You could tell in the video that he had no business in that bar. Yeah. He was absolutely uncomfortable in a bar with a bunch of women around, and you could tell he never goes I was, to places like this I was.
0: I was watching the excuse me, miss video with Garcia Bove, And that's exactly how he looked in that video.
1: Wild, uncomfortable,
0: wild, uncomfortable. And I seen like, a, it was a, it was a slight question. And the clip that I saw of him, and he was like, I'm just never going to give people the satisfaction of knowing my personal life versus just which a flat fine. out, which versus just a flat out. No, you know what I'm saying? Which is again, if you, if you piece it all together, you can just kind of fucking tell. And again, it didn't matter. Cause the boys voices, golden Please, as motherfucking butter and i i wanted I re, after i watched this i wanted to give him his flowers even though he's not here to receive them but like luther might have like the best male vocals of Velvety. all yeah Velvety. like almost yeah. of all time for real for real. like of course you could put tank and niggas like that up there in that realm but luther luther is something is, different He luther he's he's a different breed but, to, tone, but the, his
1: tone is beautiful
0: well, yeah, man. but to again to go back to what we were talking about like, you know, Luther was able to get it off I know different times and different shit, but like again in 2021, why the fuck does it matter now when people are when when it's just when you're able to be so open, I think at this point like, of course there are, you know, the 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 shit, the Trump supporters who still don't fuck with the, you know, that type of lifestyle and who will probably be out here waving a Trump flag in front of the goddamn rainbow flag, but like I think for the most part, bro, and it's been that for the way most for a part, long America, time. It, it's People, not even
1: so much that America don't care. America's even gotten itself to a place where it's not that America don't care. It's like, no, nah, America supports you. Like, do your yeah, thing. Like, you're fine. Yeah, it's definitely. fine.
0: I like how you worded that. Not a don't
1: care. No, nah, America thing. supports
0: gonna, you. We support. Like, marry who you want to marry. We uh, we don't care. Like, we support you. This
1: uh, this is it, it, this is might be saying a lot without saying much, but I think you'll feel me. If you had two people in front of me, right, like this is a regular straight 37-year-old black male that I went to school with and I somewhat know, right? Mm. And then over here is a 32-year-old obviously gay man and they're both standing in front of me and I need my carpet cleaned. I'm picking the gay man to do my carpets, bro.
0: Because he's meticulous, detailed. And
1: I noticed, I went to school with this other nigga, but I'm picking this gay nigga to do my carpet. And not just like doing work for me, but like, I think the gay community has built itself like a trustworthy position in the community is what I'll say.
0: I mean, not, <laughs> it's I don't want to get too deep, but not for, not, there are a community of people who are damn near coming with the same approach that the black people came with. Like, fam, we don't want to fight y'all. We don't want to hate y'all. We just want equality Yeah, we
1: just and,
0: be- and, and, and somehow we are the goddamn uh hair in the motherfucking race because motherfuckers is distracted over on this side <laughs> of the fight and they are yeah. letting the tortoise s- s- slide right on pass easily so like
1: yeah um, I, I did write down with the with the kalani thing though like and i want to ask you do you think that anybody not just as a whole but anybody in the gay community or the letters community is suspicious when artists like Kaylani or Lil Nas X come out in this kind of way you know what I'm saying when I say this kind of way I mean like not just oh, I'm dating somebody y'all happen to help uh, catch us coming out of Mr. Child's and now I kind of need to say something because there's already speculation or it's just like a rollout and it's just like no i gotta i i want to rub my my ass on the devil's dick and i need to say this on the cover of vogue to tell y'all like do you think that they kind of roll their eyes like okay can y'all stop using y'all sexuality as an album rollout when we really live this and we have to like go to work tomorrow as regular gay niggas
0: yeah i i I think so but i think i think for the most part They are accepting of somebody on that level saying, hey, yeah, this is what's going on. Because it's good
1: for the overall cause, I'm sure.
0: But I think this is a thing that causes division within the letters community because some of them are genuinely like, no, let him in. And some of them is like, come on,
1: bitch, quit playing. Like, Like, stop, stop playing with us. There has to be a level of stop playing with me. Yeah, like,
0: cool for the exposure, but like, come on now, like, because- how Not, many times I mean, are we gonna do yeah, this? we we thought this before. You had a baby. You dated YG, and now you' back. Like, of course, free date whoever you want to date. But I th- I do think that's something that the gay community doesn't necessarily advocate for. They don't advocate. They they advocate for what you are is what you. If you're gay, if you're a woman and you're gay, like women. If you're a man and you're gay, like what there is no because they, they really don't talk about bisexual people so much when it comes to the letters community. They're just included in the letters community. You know what I'm saying? But like for the most part, it's about same sex type of, and and all of the other, what's the word I'm looking for? All all of the other things that have been, you know, degraded in society have, you know, kind of become the letters community and have banded together to become what they are. But like, Something like that in the black community is like what we talked about last week. We all collectively accept John B. Like, nah, he da, he da, them two songs is our two songs, goddammit. Right. Yeah, He's invited yeah. to the cookout versus a fucking Rachel Dolezal where niggas is like, nah, we ain't really uh we ain't really <laughs> fucking with what she got going on over there. Like you can just be a white chick, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and that's okay because you can be white chick and you can be John B or JoJo. You can be fucking Jojo where yeah, it's like yeah. she's a white chick, but niggas fuck with her.
1: Nah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Uh Moving right along, uh, so I'll use this opportunity as a segue to say, I'm sorry guys, we were wrong about Michael Strahan, Uh, April Fool's Goddess. Right, I would not even talk about it. You know why? I wasn't either. I was going to keep on going on about my business, (laughs) but the only reason why I brought it up is because I wanted to start with something I was wrong about to immediately dive into something I was right about.
0: I like that. Start with love and with hate.
1: See what I'm saying? Lil Nas X just proved my whole rant last week was 100% accurate, and I needed to say everything I said because I don't know if you know this, but he dropped another video from Montero that was wholesome than a bitch, bro. No way. he it, Bro, it's just him in the studio, loving his life, making music, dancing with his friends, and it's him, and it's Montero, but it's just him being Wholesome, genuine, regular guy. I'm just a regular guy, guys. What are y'all tripping about? And he snuck that bitch in there on YouTube under his main account, and ain't nobody ain't say heard shit about it.
0: Thing, bro. But the, and Not I want to explain
1: to y'all why this means I'm right. Because if it was really about the art and expression and all of that, I don't think he would mind so much about the backlash he received from that original Montero video. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think he, like a lot of people, and, you know, people ain't perfect. I'm not sit- sitting here trying to bash the young nigga like I said last week. I want to be careful how hard I'm being on the young nigga. But don't say you don't care and don't act like you don't care when you really fucking do. Right? It's clear yeah. he really do care. He wants us to think he don't care, but he really do care deep down. So after all that backlash and all that shit happened and he got all the click baits and all of that shit that he wanted, then I think he started kind of tossing and turning that night in them silk ass sheets. Like, <laughs> so was that, that wasn't anti gay, was it, to call his sheet silk? I just assume he sleeps on silk. I mean, he's okay. paid. Why wouldn't he sleep on silk? But like, for him to drop this clean video and this wholesome look for the song, why do it, Wes? What other reason would there be to do it other than like feeling a little bit of, you wanna backpedal on this a little bit?
0: Uh, it's either a backpedal. Or is to show the dichotomy of the situation. Like, I put out this, and it caused this great big uproar. But then well, I put- how y'all
1: act when I put out a nice one. Y'all ignore it.
0: Y'all, because, bro, it. when I tell you I haven't heard a single- You didn't even know it existed, did you? Didn't even know it existed until you just go said look. this just now.
1: By go look it up, I mean y'all audience. But I mean, yeah, finish the sure. episode. But when you're bored, go look it up. Like, he put out another video, another visual from Montero. It's wholesome and clean. It's just him showing his personality, having fun with his friends, and it's no big fucking deal. But I think if you had have put this video out and not the 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 sensational shit, it would have probably just did like Panini. It would have been a regular song. Yeah, that niggas just kind of fuck with.
0: Well, and again, as I said last week, I like the Panini record. Like the Panini record was a good song. Like. I don't I don't know what the fuck Montero is about. Like I didn't I didn't like the song. The song didn't sound good to me, so that's why the video didn't matter. And again, I'm going to go, you know, do do my due diligence and watch the fucking video. I'm sure I'm still going to hate the song, but it's not it's not going to make a difference for me, but I think that's I think this is his move, and that might go back to what we talked about, you know, as far as, is this him doing it? Is this the label doing this? I think, you know, like you say, with the 60-40, the label might be like, hey, no, let's do, you know, oh, you want to do this crazy? Yeah, let's do that. And if you want, go do that other shit on your own. We won't put too much pump behind that, but like,
1: yeah, do the video. Do the shoes. We need these clicks. Don't worry about it. We need
0: We need. We can always clean up
1: the bad press, but no press we can't clean up. No press we can't clean
0: up. You put out this whack video, it's just going to go under the rug like Panini damn near did, so... Uh, again you might you might be right like uh, uh, but again i think this is this is his uh i think this one might be his idea or it might be i don't fucking
1: know who knows who even fucking cares listen bro if you like the song keep playing the song i'm just saying about real
0: talk about real rappers and legends
1: cam ron killer
0: killer king of
1: ohio the motherfucking legend Living Legend himself was on Drink Champs this past week. You know, I was so excited, and I was hoping we could talk about this on the podcast to the point where you realize I never texted you to ask you if you watched it? You didn't have to. See, that's what I was hoping, to. I thought about it a couple of times, like, damn, should I text Wes to make sure he watches this? Because neither one of us really watch Drink Champs anymore.
0: No, not anymore. And I... um. I don't. I still might have like twenty minutes to finish of it, but um. So I'm I'm up to date on camera I'm for real for real, the stories that he's telling. So none of this really sounds too new to me. Yeah. Don't got, don't um. That. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited, and I was actually looking for this shit on Friday. Like I was looking for. It. I was like, oh, they put it on Revolt Friday. Whatever the fuck happened. I was like, I'll wait till tomorrow. I don't care. And I did. And I and I watched it. And it's like. Go ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead before I get the fanning I, well,
1: over Cameron. I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to get into too much details because y'all can go over there and listen to uh, the Drink Champs if y'all want the full story. I don't want to give any spoilers for anybody that listens to this that might be as big of a Cameron fan as me and Wes here are. Uh, so I certainly don't want to try to tell his stories for him because, I mean, if we keep it all the way funky, nobody tells a story like Cameron anyway. So you'd rather nah. hear it from his mouth. But... He did have some interesting things that he said on there that I wanted to touch on with you uh the major one and this might be the only one we have time to really go over but he got into the whole lightly, but he said something really interesting the whole thing with his uh ex juju mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know everybody loved seeing him with juju and you know it was a whole vibe and it was <laughs> i I really enjoyed when him and juju was together like it was For dope. sure uh, but goals. You know, they ended up not. You know, it didn't work out, and she ended up going and fucking with Safari. And he ended up touching on that. He said some of the most this is why I love Cam, bro. He said the most fiery shit in the lowest of and tones. In the
0: calmest, coolest of like, tones,
1: didn't he? Didn't that, he? Why I love Cameron is because he don't be trying. He just it ain't on him. It's in him, bro. Like this shit is in Cameron. I was saying to uh to the homie the other day, like. If Cameron was never a successful millionaire rap legend, he would still act. he would st-
0: he would still act this way, and I think he would still be famous for some reason. He would be another. famous
1: on somebody's block. It might not yeah. be
0: worldwide, absolutely. But
1: Cameron. It- some people are just born to be known. Does that and make that, sense?
0: Absolutely. And that's one thing that I think was definitely highlighted um, in this interview. I think Camp one, Camp, like you say, his ability to tell a story is like almost unmatched. Like yeah. he's he's up there with the good storytellers. He's up there like, with the
1: Chappelles, yeah.
0: His I love his level of realism, and he never. Through anything that he's been through has lost his ability to process what's going on yes and to overreact in the moment like of course we've heard about can be in the situations but like even like some of the situations that we heard can be in there like oh this was some niggas out to get you for you being you yeah like you probably literally told a nigga like nah we're not gonna do that because x y and z and he was really Damn. right like
1: As a rapper, right, let's just take a minute to put just this little bit of Cameron's career into proper perspective. And I promise y'all we won't be on this long because I know y'all don't really like it when we go into the hip-hop podcast, but fuck it. We're here and we be talking about our shit sometimes. (laughs) Cameron has had a well-publicized beef with Nas, Jay-Z, and 50 Cent.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: All within a span of like 10 years anybody else that ha- that could have gone through that gauntlet would be disheveled you know what i mean a sh- a former shovel like anybody else like that would be like mace right you know what i mean like niggas that have been through that type of gauntlet n- gauntlet nas jay-z and 50 cent beefs and i'm not even including other niggas but like just those three caliber of niggas mm-hmm. You end up like May somewhere. You don't you end do. up. You don't. You don't get a happy ending right. when you go through gauntlets. Like
0: but that. again, I think, I think me and you, I think this made us love Cam even more watching this drink chance because we could sit in the room and talk to Cam and like Cam is gonna talk and have like a real life conversation with you. And like again, I I credit I credit him not losing his thought process throughout the entire shit because. List, listening to him throughout that interview just talk about the respect that he still holds for a lot of those people even regardless of what he's been through with That's them. That's hard, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he he, t- he tell you about the shit with Mace like, yeah man Mace be on some bullshit but like Mace is still who Mace is, like, mm-hmm. and, if and he Mace never
1: called, take away it, from a nigga what and they've it, done. Yeah,
0: and if Mace call me, I'm gonna answer the phone. I'm a. That's basically what I was hearing. Like, if Mace call me, I'm going to answer the phone. Like, but I might not do what bullshit. he want me to do no more, but like, I'm gonna answer because that's Mace. Like, he he, I came up with Mace. Like, I used to do shit. Same thing with Dame when he talked about Dame. Like, even when he touched on the Jim Jones shit, like, I just wasn't fucking with Jim at the moment. Like, that's my that's my nigga forever. But like, come on, fam. Some of the bullshit is just some of the bullshit, and like, his. His relatism, I'm sure that's not a word, but like
1: no, nah, but that's re- a word,
0: yeah, his relatism was very high throughout this you know it 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 almost made you like you say, if he wasn't a rapper, he would still be famous for something somewhere, and people would know Cameron and be wanting to hear these stories and know these stories, and it would be a part of hip hop, so like Again, not the fan out over Cameron, man. I, you know, shout out to the
1: yeah. Oh, but we we got to get to the quote that I thought was super fly, and it's going to roll sure. into what I actually wanted to talk to you about though. Like him and Juju split up, mm-hmm. and he got into talking about how Juju went on to go fuck with Safari, uh, Nicki Minaj's ex dude, and everybody kind of knows Safari as being a bit of a clown, bit of a cornball, but a cornball with money, but. A cornball, nonetheless, which goes to show anybody in the audience that might not know this, if this is news to you, just because you got money don't mean you're not a cornball. For sure. You can be a well-paid cornball. You can be a rich cornball, definitely. Cam never even disrespected Safari when asked about it. What I liked what he said was, and this kind of reflects on an old topic we talked about way back, he said, it ain't that I got an issue with Safari. Like, do your thing. No hate on Safari whatsoever. I'm not coming in here to slight that man's name. Just when you went and dated that man, it just told me me I'm no longer your type. That's the hardest shit in the world. Listen, I know there's probably like two or three women that listen to this podcast that don't understand why men make it such a big deal. If you go on to deal with somebody, they view as a lame, like, Bitch nigga, who is you to call my new boyfriend a lame? Like, I'm not even with you no more. Why should I care what you think of my new boyfriend? This, to me, summarizes it perfectly. Like, once you go fuck with a lame, you can probably never come back. Like, this just tells me that I'm just not your type. Like, you've shown me what you're into now, and I can't be on that shelf with you. You know? It's a tough thing to have to say. Nah, it's not it's not even (laughs) but this is like bro it made all the sense I have been trying to vocalize why that's important to men, and me and my wife have had these conversations post you know podcast before like why is that so important to y'all and it's always hard for me to explain but when he said that I was like that's the perfect quote like you fucking with him just let me know I'm no longer your type
0: yeah, it, it almost it means I out progressed you almost in a in some shape, form, or fashion because like it's put it's putting me back into a position that I was in at a point in time. Like full transparency on the podcast, like you know what I'm saying I lived in Florida for a little bit. When I moved back home, I ended up bringing the girl I was dating back to the crib, um you know, living with me and shit. And me and her ended up not working out, but like was still cool for a little bit after that. And like. She got into another relationship and like seeing the, the, the dudes that she was with after that, it was like, oh man, like not for nothing. You keep trying to go find an old version of me that I'm not no more. And that's why you couldn't keep Mm. up. So like there was at long before, like when she, when I had to send her back home, there was never another opportunity that me me and her was going to be together. But like that really put the concrete all (laughs) around that motherfucker. Like, oh, we can seal this up. Yeah, you still trying to find a, oh, I'm not that same dude no more from when you you're really like fucking with the kid and you still on that. You're not gonna be able to handle this version of me right now because I'm I'm gonna I'm going to, I'm gonna to expect too much of you. You know what I'm saying? You you're gonna to have too many requirements that are really basic for real, for real, that you just can't meet. So like it lets me know I'm no longer your type.
1: For sure. And I love that it like it wasn't just you know when niggas say sometimes like no hate, but then they say some hate and shit. Right. He said no hate, and you could tell in his voice and the way he delivered it, and everything he said that not like, like no, nah, he genuinely ain't hating on Safari at all. Like he's, he, he's, he's like not. nah, congratulations to you, good for you. And to I just can't like I ain't there. I'm just not to, there.
0: And to credit and to credit him, Cam might be. I I, I don't want to be wrong about this again because we stopped watching Drink Champs a long time ago. But Cam might be the only person to not take a single shot or hit a single blunt. Cause he wasn't going in the entire. He, Nori wasn't
1: going to have him on there talking. Nori
0: first. wasn't going to have and, t- and the point that I wrote down was like Nori really has to read the room. Nori gotta, does.
1: I started getting uh, I started getting very uncomfortable when he uh, offered. After the third time he offered yeah. Cam, I got uncomfortable. But the first time he offered Freaky Zeke a drink, I was yeah. like Nori, you got to fucking chill. You, gotta you don't read. offer Zeke no drink, nigga. If Zeke wanted a drink, he'd have took it. He would have took it. And obviously, if Freaky Zeke not drinking, he's trying to get clean.
0: Yeah, and not and not even that, but like, if a, you should, and I understand that's the premise of the of the drink champs, maybe they need I to like, hash that shit out long before they really get to the, before, like you say, before you get the, because it did look a certain type of way after, it almost looked like Cam, Cam wanted to be like, annoyed. yeah, it looked like Cam wanted to be like, Nick, I'm not drinking this fucking liquor because you be wilding out on this goddamn show, and yeah. you're not like, and of course he ended up saying that in the respectful way, you know, towards the end, but like not only like that part to stop offering the liquor, but Nori, you got to stop fucking drinking so much on that goddamn show fam, because it kills the end of the interviews. Like the last 30 to 35 minutes of interviews be- because he gets the slurring, uh-huh. and like, he, he, he is ever present. And like, shout out to Nori for always being able to be present and to like, but like you can tell at that point, He's off the rails. Like it's you over. can't. Yeah, it's over. Like you could you, sh- you should probably end this now, for real, for real. And like, if don't be that wasted, like Nori be f- almost falling out the chair drunk sometimes. Like Nori, you gotta, it's you gotta read box. the room, like. I, I get it. That's what y'all do, and that's the basis of the show. But like, if your guest ain't drinking, like you should like scale it back. It's okay. You know, you don't have to play. You don't have to play the drinking games with your guest. That's not you'll
1: drinking. get the next one. You'll get the next guest.
0: Just drink regular. Like if if you sat there for that hour and a half, two hour interview, and just drank like you would drink at the bar, you would still be drunk.
1: <laughs> right.
0: You don't have to sit there and take all them shots back to back like that. So you got you got to read through. But overall, the interview was cool. I don't want to harp on that point. Yeah, but like, for sure. It was a good. It
1: was part. a good watch. Um, yeah. Also, kind of related, unrelated. And this will help us move into the next thing I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, you know, congratulations again to Nori and Cam and that whole look. It was a great look for hip hop. Cam still a real nigga out here, still not hating on niggas like Safari and just getting money and doing what he do. And uh, some things came up in my life this week, and I don't want to be too particular because I never want to come on this podcast and use the platform to like embarrass people or talk down on nobody never intentionally. You know what I'm saying? Like right. of course you can never you can you can't always help how people receive things. Right. But I never want to come in here with the intent to down talk on nobody. So, I want to be really careful how I'm saying this. But I want to find out through a conversation with you where the line is between hating on a nigga and consciously refusing to give someone your support. And I'll try to give you as much example as possible because the question is not as bare bones as I'm just now giving it to you. I want to kind of give you some example, right? Like, say you got a family member or a close friend, relative, somebody you fuck with, maybe not close, as close as you want in your imagination, right? And say they're doing something like they want to pursue a rap career or they want to be a stand up comedian or, you know, they're chasing some sort of dream that might not be necessarily the most feasible for them at their age, talent level, whatever the case may be. Like in your mind, you're seeing your friend, relative, or close person. You see, they want to do this thing, you know, because you know them that this is not going to work. Is that hating? If you tell them it's not going to work, do you just mind your business and don't say shit and let them do what they do. And at the same time, if you do choose not to say shit and you know, it can be a detriment to their healthy style of living are you okay with not saying, like, do you, should you say something if you know this is, all right, bro, like, this is not just not harming nobody. This is harmful. So,
0: so I think. I know I
1: said a lot right there. I'm yeah,
0: yeah, nah, I think, I mean, and it's weird. I mean, maybe this is just the cancerianism in me, but like, I think you have to, and so, because you have to know who you're dealing with one. Again, you got to read the room. You got to know who you're dealing with. Um, But you may have to massage that shit in. When it comes to people wanting to do stuff, I think you should offer your support for something that somebody wants to do. You know what I'm saying? Because everybody does something on their own time. So you could tell somebody right now that, you know, you've been podcasting and they don't think you're absolutely serious and they could try and talk you out of it not knowing that we're on episode fucking 81. You know what I'm saying? And it's like...
1: And I'm sure that's happened before. I'm sure there's people that I've told about the podcast mm -hmm. back in episode 12 that are just now checking it out. I was like, oh, that nigga was serious.
0: Yeah, that nigga was dead ass serious. And like, that's okay. You know what I'm saying? But like, don't... When I tell you about the podcast, your first thing shouldn't be, damn, how you got time for that, man? Don't you got to feel like, nigga, that's, why, why are you, are you, do you have, apparently you don't have time to listen, so you might be projecting on me, you know what I'm saying, something that you're not able to do, but like, I think when you know who you're dealing with at the same time, I think you can act, You can ask those questions. You can be like, damn, that's what's up, like, especially if I tell you episode 12, like, then we got a conversation, how long you been doing it, or you know, what, what the question should be when do you find time? You should be trying to figure out how, if you know somebody, you should be trying to figure out how this works. Like, mm. for example, when my oldest brother be telling me about shit that he be wanting to get into, like, I hear him when he like drop the shit, but like, I know if I get to ask him questions, I'm gonna get a whole bunch of, oh, I don't know. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's no need for me to even tell you, bro, you're not, there's no need for me to tell you about yourself in that moment but when it comes to... See, that
1: you, you got the benefit, though, of your brother having good sense. Like, if you just say that one thing, it sounds to me like your brother will, like, sort it out on his own. Like, all I got to do is give you a little bit, you'll start doing yeah. the mind. You know what I mean? Like, your, yeah. your gears will start turning on your own. Yeah. But there's some people out there that you could literally tell them, like, hey, fam, this not for you, and they won't even be hearing that
0: shit. You're you right, but again, that's is it a that, who am
1: I to tell that, them it's not for them type no,
0: shit? I mean that partially that, but that depends on relationship. You know what I'm saying? And if you and if you do happen to say that, you need to say it from a genuine place and not from a place of I'm telling you this because you need to stop.
1: <laughs> but what if I'm telling them because they need to stop?
0: That's not your place.
1: Okay. See, I'm glad see that's why I'm glad yeah. we're friends. And yeah, I appreciate yeah. you telling me that because yeah. I be feeling like it is, bro. Like I'll be feeling like not for nothing. i be feeling like I'm letting people down when I don't keep it all the that's way that's like a hundred with them, even though it might not be what they want to hear. Like I be feeling like I need to tell them.
0: That's like a nigga that, that's like me. a nigga that you know right now who used to be a super hooper but ain't hooped in fifteen, twenty years he call you like, hey, man, I'm about to get back out here on the court with this little rec league team. You'd be like, nigga, sit your old ass down. Like, well, no, you know what the nigga used to be, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what the nigga used to do? Like, so you should probably, versus just... going off of what you think right out the gate, like, oh, nigga, you about to be out here trying to dunk on niggas? Like, no, you don't know if he about to be out here trying to do none of that. Like, this is the rec league that meets once... They practice once a week. They meet once every other week for games. And that's it. Like, he's just trying to get his feet back wet. So, like, you fuck around saying that to your friend in the moment without really seeming like you're interested or supportive mm-hmm. might make a nigga be like, damn, this nigga hating on me. Like, I'm... Tr- I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm tr- That's
1: tr- the line, I'm, Then We're finding the line.
0: Yeah, because... I'm, I'm telling this nigga I'm doing this because the motivation, for real, for real, is I'm just trying to get back in shape. Like, I, I know I used to ball 15, 20 years ago, and, like, my knees is bad now. So, like, I'm doing this as a light activity to try and get the the muscle memory back and get my repetition in. So maybe I can continue to level up, you know, to, to a certain level, to a, to a rec league that meet once every week or something like that. Question,
1: though, what if you know for a fact they're not just trying to get in shape? They actually are trying to go to the league at 45.
0: Oh, no, 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 fam. So you got to be real at the same time. If you want to rec league it and become like a, 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 a local legend or something like that, okay. like that's cool. But like, fam, so, don't, there, because there's no 45 year olds going into the league, fam. That okay. never, never. So
1: I'll stop you right there with the last thing you just said. There is no 45 year old going to the league. Let's put a pin in this discussion. I'll send you as a mixtape and we'll move on to the next topic, shall we? We got to talk about DMX, bro. Uh, We would be remiss, yeah?
0: 16 prayer emojis.
1: 16 prayer emojis for sure. Um, Obviously, I don't think there's going to be news for anybody that listens to this podcast at this point. But just in case it is news to anybody listening to this podcast, DMX is still in the hospital for a possible overdose. Uh, He is, from what I read last, in a vegetable-type state, non-responsive. Mm-hmm. Uh, critical care uh, his family's been up there to visit it th- there have there's been no improvement since what friday on his condition
0: i was about to say i oddly haven't heard anything in the past few days so i like yeah, it it's just opposite. been bad but like damn. there hasn't
1: been any improvement he hasn't yeah. been conscious like and the last thing i read was that uh his family are or might have to make some tiff uh, tough, difficult decisions here. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of what we're looking at when it comes to DMX estate. Um, I don't know what all there is to say here. Uh, I have heard some people open up the discussion as to how you feel about, you know, uh, addicts and their addiction. How much of an illness is it versus a personal responsibility? Um I kind of am really touchy about that subject. You know what I'm saying? Because I am of the belief that uh, drug addiction is an illness and it should be treated as such. But I also do understand when some people kind of address drug addiction as, well, you made a choice Mm -hmm. and it was a bad choice. But I I don't ever want to hear people being heartless about it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I do feel like there's a percentage of both there. I think it's a larger percentage Drug addiction is an illness, and sometimes people are unfortunately come across drugs when their body, minds, and spirits can't handle it. but we all try drugs <laughs> right, right it's it's really it's really a touchy touchy thing, man and I certainly don't want to be sitting here speaking on d m x as a person how he got to where he is. Especially not at times like this, right? Like all I want to do I is give the man credit for an, an incredible career. For Sure. Uh, while maybe somebody can still hear.
0: Yeah, nah, I, nah, you know. I knew we were gonna mention it at some point in time, but honestly, because you know we've been doing this podcast long enough, and you my real friend, I didn't know how to address the situation because of everything that you just said. Honestly, I was like, damn, we probably could talk about this, but I don't know how. I don't know how to talk about this one yet. If
1: anything, you know what I would want to talk to you about. And this just came up to me because, you know, we just talking through it. Right. We ain't got to be, you know, podcast reporting. This is the luxury of doing our show when we do it. Because now it's been sitting so long on people's concerts that we don't have to be like the first to report no news. Right. Um, How do I want to put this? I do feel like. There should be noted a certain level of responsibility that the culture might have in watching, knowing, mm. and accepting. That's that's all I kind of want to say. Nah. Like you can't. I, I understand DMX is one of them kind of dudes that you can't make do nothing. Because one thing I will say for sure is we know that we know that it's well documented that Swiss has been trying to help DMX for years and years and years and years. Yeah. You know what I mean? When when DMX was off of everybody's mind and nobody was thinking about X, I know Swizz was. And Swizz was trying to get him help. Swizz was always trying to get him clean. Swizz was always trying to get him to a place, wherever it is in the country he needed to be to be away from drugs. I know if nothing else, Swizz was always there for that. But as fans, as a culture, and let, let's take it off DMX for a minute, right? I was saying back in 2000, I don't know if five is the right year, when when the squad up tapes was out mm-hmm. and uh Prostitute Falange was out by Lil Wayne, right? Yeah, <laughs> I listened
0: when, I listened to that a couple weeks did ago. Did
1: you when when Wayne was heavy sipping and you could hear it in his music and mm-hmm. you could hear the slurs and I used to tell niggas this was before I was even a Wayne's fan, I actually didn't like Wayne at this time. And I used to tell niggas like, This is y'all's favorite rapper, and y'all just accept him being an addict like this? Like, this is weird to me. And I used to get mad at niggas that would champion his behavior in those days. You know what I'm saying? And I used to be like, so y'all are okay with just watching somebody y'all call y'all's favorite rapper literally destroy himself? And y'all are like encouraging it? You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I don't know, bro. Obviously, I'm older now and I don't see it exactly the same way. But there is a certain level of responsibility, I think, the culture no. hip hop should take
0: absolutely i i agree with you on that 100 percent. and i think that's where i was really at with it when i was like damn how can we talk about this you gotta um, be
1: careful gotta be you, careful you definitely want to be respectful
0: yeah because uh, i and and just uh we, we won't get into it but that was that was kind of my question here like this would be a terrible way for dmx to go i don't think shocking but at the same time, and and, and maybe that's the issue—is that it's not shocking. Why are we so in twenty twenty one? Why are we okay? So, so
1: okay? fuck it. Yeah. We we over an hour in, so I don't think anybody's still here that don't fuck with us. So I think I can say this safely at an hour, eleven minutes plus into the show. Fitting sounds like he deserves it. He certainly don't deserve it. No. But this is fitting to the way DMX has lived his life, no?
0: It is. And this like is, when you this live is this terrible way, to say. It sounds, it sounds Audience,
1: nuts. I apologize yeah, if it sounds it crazy. Sounds nuts. But I, what I mean is, if you live your life, and I'm not even... Even saying that, it sounds like I'm being preachy to a grown man. I'm not. I'm just saying, okay. If I am an MMA fighter, and I die from CTE, it's sad, but it makes sense. A
0: perfect statement is you do bad, you get bad. If you get what I'm that saying. That
1: even sounds wild. It like, sounds, I hate doing this. Yeah, but I feel
0: like it goes with that MMA thing too. Like you're like f- yes, you're fighting because that is your passion. You've you've trained, you've done good for that, but fighting has bad parts. You know what I'm saying? The same yeah, thing, yeah, same yeah. thing with carrying a gun. Like you might be carrying a gun for protection, but like it attracts an energy. It attracts an energy. Yeah. See, now you, you get exactly I mean, I'm where I'm you. going. You, know I'm you get you. exactly where I'm going. So it's like, you do bad, you get bad. And I can't so say like,
1: enough times. We are certainly not trying to yeah, like speak no, no, on no. DMX. Uh-uh. condition. All I want is for him to snap out of it and do a yeah. concert. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the reality of the situation is the reality of the situation. And when you do the type of drugs he's done for so long, and you live the lifestyle he's lived for this long, it catches up, man. Like it like, catches up.
0: Maybe, maybe you can speak to this part. At at what point does someone in that position say enough is enough?
1: Do you know they always say you have to hit rock bottom?
0: But like I know that that's different for everybody.
1: So it's like, different. Rock bottom looks different for everybody. And also you gotta say, when you're DMX is it possible to hit rock? I guess it is because other celebrities have hit rock bottom and said, this was my lowest point. This is when I knew I needed help and I never did it again. Uh, So like, even DMX's darkest times, uh, pardon the, you know, possible pun there, even in DMX's darkest times, DMX is still a beloved elder statesman in hip hop. So, even in Arizona in the fucking rehab centers, he was still DMX and beloved. So it's just like, at times when you probably need to be by yourself and face-to-face with your demons, imagine what it's like being DMX to walk out of your like your meeting to say, hey, y'all, I got to piss real quick. Walk into a dirty bathroom and on your way in there, have one of the nurses be like, that's DMX,
0: that's DMX. Yeah, and, and this is 2021. So like, All these drug dealers think they chemists and got all types of shit that they don't know what the fuck this is. This is not coke and crack from the 2000s. So that that shit hits everybody different for real. For real, like DMX could have been clean. He could have got a hold of some shit, and this shit might have, you know, took him all the way to the top. Because that's that's just for a lot of people. I know we talked about it here on this podcast, but that's how those types of drugs work, fam. Like you can do those bitches for 20 years the same way every goddamn day. And on year 21, doing that shit the same way that you've always done it can take your ass up out of here. Yeah. So like for sure. that that might be one of those situations. And and like I I I knew somebody like that. Like back in the day, my brother was down in Florida. Like it was a nigga who, you know, had has, had some drugs, like, you know what I'm saying? He had very nice drugs. And like he was <laughs> he was doing his drugs at the same time. He would take a lot of pills. Like, and I remember asking my brother about this nigga a couple years later. He was like, Oh man, that nigga overdosed. Like, and like he he overdosed doing the same shit he would do every fucking day. And it's like that's how that shit works.
1: Sometimes you just roll bad,
0: bro. Yeah, sometimes you roll bad. Like, and but that's when you roll in them dice, that's the crap shoot. Again, you do bad, you get bad. Like, again, again, if I wanna if if I feel like I'm down bad enough that I'm gonna go grab my gun and I'm gonna go rob the bank and I end up dying, like You do bad, you get bad. You do bad, you get bad.
1: 16 up for DMX The Legend, man. Um, Absolutely. This is one of the few circumstances where I did not play his music all this week just Mm -hmm. because I was Mm -hmm. never a big DMX guy. Uh, The first album was great to me. I didn't like any of the other ones. I didn't need to say that right here, but I, I always feel an overwhelming need to tell the truth when it comes to like what I'm a fan of in music. While DMX is laid up in a hospital, y'all don't need to hear what albums of his I don't like. Right. I'm sorry, that is inappropriate. Let's but I talk never, about.
0: But I mean, but look. that's a, that's a good point, though. I, have you ever done that for any rapper? Like, did you? Like I mean, when maybe I go back. Maybe, and listen yeah, to maybe back head? in the day when CDs. And oh my shit god, I just said same. when
1: they die, he is not dead yet. Right, he
0: is not the, dead. Yeah, right. But I'm saying like for Big or for Pock, like, did you spin your CDs? I'm sure that yeah. might have been a different time, but, like, now it doesn't make me run to their music like how, like, well, when the numbers, when the numbers jump up like that, it doesn't really, like, I get it, but, like, I'm not, I don't really like a trip, like, I probably did for Nipsey. I definitely know I went and listened did to for Victory Nipsey. Lap because that shit sound crazy afterwards, but
1: I guess I guess it I guess it matters how much I fucked with the artist that's passed. You know what I'm saying? Like I liked Nipsey. I didn't love him. I wasn't the biggest Nipsey fan like some other people. But I liked Nipsey enough to when Nipsey passed, I did play victory lap. But more so, I played. Um, what's is it? Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. What's the one on the album cover where he's just showing his back tattoo? Which one is that? I
0: think that's Crenshaw.
1: Okay, I played that one. Whichever one it is, the one with Thug on there twice. That's the one I like by him. I played that one a lot. But if I fucked with you, I definitely went back and played your shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not keen on playing shit like if I heard MF Doom died and then I'm like, oh, shit, let me go see what he was about. i right. not into
0: that. You know right. Yeah, I didn't.
1: Uh, I didn't participate. You want to talk about Southside versus losey Vert? Sure. We can. All right. Uh, so for those of y'all that don't know, and there ain't much news to report here, but on the uh, Instagram livers- I guess uh, who was talking? Lil Uzi Vert was talking to Young Miami over Instagram Live with JT in his car with him. Mm -hmm. Do I have those names organized correctly? I believe so. I always worry about this. No, you do. You did great. Thank you. Uh, So I guess Lil Uzi Vert fucks with JT. Yes. And he was on the phone with Young Miami about their not so great relationship. Young Miami and JT are in a group called the City Girls, world renowned, You're doing great. And they're damn near best friends. And Lil Uzi Vert is dating JT, and he's in that very familiar position that boyfriends find themselves in when they don't necessarily get along with the best friends so well.
0: Come on now, preach preacher.
1: I fuck with Lil Uzi Vert. I think I've said that on here before. Lil Uzi Vert is actually a household favorite of ours over here. Right. We might not never play his albums, but we always love to hear his name. Is that weird? Like, I don't play much of his music, but anybody says, anytime somebody says, hey, Lil Uzi Vert, I turn my head like, what what are you doing? Like, I fuck with Uzi in that way. So- uh he was in there arguing with his girl's best friend and he was telling her how, you know, I'm little Uzi, Vert and fuck what you talk about and you ain't got to like me cuz I'm gonna always be that nigga. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing but this is what I heard when he was saying. I that.
0: mean, basically.
1: And I really liked it off of him because of fact, he was kind of
0: he, he was calling her by her real
1: name. I liked it that too. So he was setting her straight. And I've always heard through multiple sources that I trust that Uzi is really kind of that nigga. Like he might be shoulder shimmy and silly. But if you ever catch him out here in these streets, in the places that he frequents, like he's the man where he be at. So I, I don't take him lightly when he's telling her, I'm the man where I be at, and you ain't never got to be there. But the interesting part about this was producer Southside from 808 Mafia, who works on a lot of City Girls projects and is closely affiliated with the City Girls, did not take too kindly to the way little Uzi vert. Was well, speaking to Young
0: Miami. Well, do no? you do you do you want to continue explaining the relation there?
1: No, that's enough. What do you, <laughs> what do you, is there more that I need to hit though?
0: We, eight hundred eight is Young Miami's baby daddy.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Southside is or 808?
0: Southside, yes, Southside. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Southside is Young daddy. That is baby important. Board. That, that is, is very that know. is very important because it has me want to ask you a question once you you know once you finish your uh, reporting. Is your here.
1: question the same question I have for you? Potentially, I'll ask so my person you, yeah. if you could ask yours. Yeah, yeah. If they're not the same. <laughs> is it? Did we finally find out what protecting black women means? Like, is this what protecting uh, black
0: women? Maybe, means? maybe this is probably. Southside
1: a, jumping into this, even though Lil Uzi didn't touch her, I don't. I'm not this, even sure if he called her out of her name, but his tone was a bit aggressive. I will say, Lil. Is this Uh, protecting black women? Like, is this what they mean? Because like, there's really kind of nothing here. She could have hung up at any time.
0: Yeah, I think think this is a chapter in the Protecting Black Women book, honestly. Um, But okay, so let me just go through this real quick and I'll ask you my question. So like, when he was saying what he was saying to her, it sounded spicy. It did but I didn't really catch anything that sounded crazy because again,
1: out the way she didn't
0: hang up. She never turned her voice up. She never, she never acted like she felt, she didn't
1: seem too bothered.
0: Now, maybe I only saw a clip. Maybe I didn't see the whole thing. Uzi Uzi was definitely giving her the, I'm that nigga talk. Like, but it seemed like not only was he telling her, he was telling JT at the same time. Cause maybe she was trying to tell him like, Hey, this ain't the right time, right place. And he was like, nah, fuck that. Let me get this out one time for the one time. Mm -hmm. So like, I understood the whole shit. And then when I saw Southside come back, I was like, well, I can understand this as well. Saying that's
1: that's the mother of your child, the mother of your child makes it different for me. Cause I was, I came on here ready to be like, "Yeah, bro, what are you doing? You yeah, might nah. be doing too much to secure the next project. But knowing that that's her, as soon as you said, that's her baby's dad. I was like, Oh yeah. that's Perfectly. Yeah, good. he, he had to say something. And
0: he only has no choice for real for real because it was on it was on yeah, IG. Absolutely. Like it was public. Yeah. Everybody oh, saw yeah, that. Yeah, 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 and yeah. there's enough people on the internet adding you talk about some hey Uzi was talking spicy to your baby. He probably never even saw the shit. He yeah. probably just saw all the ads and was like Even if hey, she's
1: dead even if she's dead ass wrong, you have to say something. Like you ha- you, you have yeah, to say something. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with So you.
0: like I guess my my thing went like okay, so your wife has a best friend whose dude doesn't necessarily mess with your wife, and they have maybe a similar conversation here where we've deduced nothing really comes out of this. Maybe on IG Live, maybe in private, she tells you about it. Do you feel compelled Absolutely. to have... Oh, okay.
1: Absolutely. You see how quick? That ain't that, that yeah. even a question. Yeah. Absolutely. Because for me, it's not about whether she's right or wrong. It's not about whether homeboy's right or wrong. It's not about... um. It's not about even what the principle of the discussion is about, why he don't like her. Like, I don't need to know none of that. None of that matters. You know why it's so important that I say something? Because my wife needs to always know that I got her back no matter what. She needs to know that no matter what. Like, even if she's wrong, she needs to know that I will have her back in her defense no matter what. Like, I can't ever have my wife thinking – well, if we go to the kickback and she gets into it with somebody, I'm gonna pull her to the side and be like, "Babe, what you doing? Why you say that to them like that?" Like, no, nah, nigga, we gonna fuck them up and we gonna get out of here. And then later on, I might ask you in private, like, right, "What was that about?" Right, right. But I need you to always know that we're on teams, and all these niggas can be the ops, like everybody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I, I guess if it's me, if I put myself in this position, if I'm, if I'm Southside, like, and I either see this. See, I guess the IG thing and these new motherfuckers make it different. Like, I feel like you almost- Why do have, they do this on IG? I don't know, but I feel like- niggas just
1: have FaceTime. Like, why was he not FaceTime? Why were they not right, on FaceTime?
0: Right, right, right. But I feel I like- I never
1: understand why they treat IG Live like phone calls. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: That yeah, was, I, feel like, I feel like at Southside, you almost have to say something publicly like that because of it, it being public like that. But I think in a regular situation where it might be something that happens in private through FaceTime, something like that, and- you know, t- taking the distance away from you know best friends at this point because of where we live. Like, if we were in the same city, um, I think that's when my I think that's when my uh, keep the same energy level goes up, and I think I'm like more prone to say something in person. Like, whether it be my girl's best friend, like, tell, hey, what, what your nigga was talking about the other day on the phone? Like, where he at? You should probably call him and tell him he need to pull up. Like, or if if the next time I see y'all is together, like, that's probably the first thing I'm going to want to address. In, in real life like hey man like i heard like what the fuck is that all about like we, we should probably figure this out right now before we move any further yeah. for real for real to figure out what a line needs to be drawn or if i need to get up out of here and figure out some other shit for real for real so uh you you definitely have to do something you
1: have to I do think. or say something like you have to do something say something like you cannot just let that yeah. shit go and act like you ain't see it
0: yeah but a nigga's totally not allowed to like your bed
1: yeah that's totally within the parameters. Yeah. You ain't got to like my chick at all. Yeah, you're
0: going to respect her, though, flat out.
1: I like that. Yeah. I like that. I think we can leave that there for sure. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do rapid fire before we get out of here? or you, wanna you, just got, get out of, you How got, are you feeling?
0: If you got some rapid fire, I think we can get a little rapid fire off here in the end. I
1: got a little bit of rapid fire. Let's see. Oh, oh <laughs> this is perfect for rapid fire because I don't want to talk about this much. I just want to make sure I say it out of my mouth. Summer Walker in London on the track named their baby girl Princess Bubblegum. I think I heard that. I didn't that. know
0: that. Like, is she born already? It seems like celebrities have babies so fast, fam. Like, nine months yeah, ago. Yeah, I don't oh even my, so think I ever seen Summer
1: Walker's be- like, pregnancy belly or nothing. But yeah, apparently they named their baby Princess Bubblegum. Um, I'm not here to judge nobody naming their kids. I'm not going to do the whole slapstick comedy. I am just a little
0: bit. I yeah. am just a little bit, fam. This, this like, your what? show, bro. How, (laughs) where where, where do you draw the line with naming your children? If you don't judge people then, like what, 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 what name could your wife have come to you with you to be like, babe, fuck no.
1: I certainly have a line, you know what I'm saying? But for, first of all, let me say that I won't just name my kids anything, but this is my line. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a certain line. Other people have certain lines that maybe think me naming Cameron, Cameron with a Y might be a little too spicy. Everybody's line is different. Some motherfuckers don't got no line at all, and would name their kids whatever they feel like. And I feel like parents should have that right. But along with that right, you have to be willing to understand that just like freedom of speech doesn't mean you're free from okay. consequence.
0: You're, you're right. Let me Let ask. Let me make you this sure I'm saying there. that. How much money would it take for you to take take your take your uh your limit away? Like how much? Because apparently this has life
1: changing. Life-changing money would do it. Like, if so, I'm living like, well, see, Summer Walker, I don't feel that's like That's what I'm Summer, saying. I don't. Let me say this out loud because I'm i glad that you brought me here. All right. All right. I don't think Summer Walker and London on the track make enough money to name their child uh, this. I think London might be doing okay. I don't think either one of them make enough money to name their child nah, this. Nah, L- London's a producer. He's got some, I he's got some pretty I don't think London or Summer Walker make enough money to name their child this. They don't make enough.
0: So you telling me there's enough money out there for you to name your child Water Pond Price?
1: Yes, there's enough money. There's whole Beyonce levels of money because Princess Bubblegum is up there with Blue. Is it not? No. Blue is not up there with Princess Bubblegum? No. (laughs) You think Blue is better? Yes. How is Blue spelled? Is it B-L-U or B-L-U-E?
0: I don't think the E is there, but I could be wrong. So it's B-L-U... Blue that item. sounds
1: like an e-cigarette, fam.
0: It is an e-cigarette.
1: <laughs> they don't make enough, bro. And, and not for none. Princess Bubblegum, not enough people that are talking about this are talking about the fact that Princess Bubblegum might be the wackest character why, in Adventure Time. Fam, why Do didn't niggas they... even know that she's from Adventure Time? No. Adventure, she's the wackest character on Adventure Time.
0: Yeah, most most niggas probably don't know that, but why didn't they they could have named their baby Summer London? Like, and that summer because in the, London. Summer in London, like, because that's neither one of their fucking names. I'm pretty sure. So, well, they might be, but like, <laughs> they probably could have named their baby Summer in London, and that they probably don't make enough, fam. they make enough for Summer London. Summer in London
1: for Summer London. Smith. Yeah, summer in London Smith. They don't. They, I don't think they fit the them. tax bracket. Because when I say that, that's not me just trying to judge these people, but you got to make a certain amount of money to where. Your child is forever infamous anyway, so it don't matter what their name is because, like, if your child's name is Blanket, then obviously your dad is Michael Jackson. So it don't matter that my name is Blanket because as soon as you hear of a motherfucker named Blanket, you're like, oh, goddamn, it's Michael Jackson's son. You see you're what right. I'm saying?
0: That's Like, the, you yeah, don't live right. in
1: enough infamy to name you're your right. child Princess Bubblegum. Nah,
0: you're right. In I'm not my gonna, opinion. I'm not going to think about y'all. y'all. Y'all still got a lot of work to do out here. Because like you say, I think about Blue Ivy. I think about Jay and Beyonce. And I hear about Northwest and I think about Kanye and Kim. So, like, there might be some truth to that. But, like, Princess, y- y'all ain't th- y'all ain't made it to the plateau yet. Y'all have not seen the other side of the mountain.
1: Next on the rapid fire. Uh, quick question for you. Do you think Griselda is cooling off? I feel like Griselda might be cooling off.
0: Why? Because it's been longer than three weeks since they put out a project?
1: <laughs> no, because when they put stuff out, I don't necessarily run to it the way I used to. And I feel like I'm not the only one that's not running to it the way I used to. I think Benny got something coming out soon, mm-hmm. and I ain't waiting on it. Like, if it drop, I'll play I'm it not, once, yeah, but I, I, I'm not well, waiting I think, for
0: it. I think that's where I'm at, too. I'm not waiting for it. I will play it when it drops, but uh, I think that goes... To the fact that they drop so much people people are not starving for any Griselda music.
1: So the can 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 you can it be cooling off for you just because we're not uh starving for your music? Can I that think, go hand in hand or is it two I, ships passing in the night?
0: I think so because what that made me think about just now is y'all put out a lot of music and I think because a lot of it has that same kind of tone, like you know, you kind of got to be a super. You know, you got to be a core fan of theirs to really want to hear all of that shit.
1: To keep hearing versus, every version of this, yeah. Song.
0: Versus a uh, Lil Wayne who can put out all the mixtapes and niggas want to hear it back to back to back because he's spazzing. You know what I'm saying and going in on different shit. So like, I think it's just all about you know their resume that they've put out and you know what people expect from them. There's there's no need to run to Griselda music because it's more coming.
1: I, I you know what I'm I want to say this and I could be wrong, but I just want to put a pin in this. It might cool off for them this year. It it might get to a place where it might even be quiet for them this year. If they they might have to go away for the summer or something and come back in the winter. Like if they keep up at this pace, you're going to get to a place where people are going like, well, I don't need to listen to this when I listen to the next one. It'll be out in two weeks. I agree. that's a dangerous place to be in as a musician. That's all.
0: I'm yeah, about. I mean, like I said, Gr- Griselda's not like you know in my. Not my watch list is how I'll put it. Like I said, if I see the Griselda, I'm going to go play the Griselda. But, like, that's not popping up first thing on my phone in my suggestion box when they drop.
1: Oh, uh, I guess we can finish the rapid fire here. I got other shit to talk about, but I think all this other shit will take us uh, minutes and minutes and minutes to talk about. (laughs) This one can be quick because we kind of are the number two wrestling podcast on the Internet. Uh, Kane from the WWF got inducted into the Wrestling Hall of Fame this week. Okay. Uh, My question to you is not do you think he deserves it, uh, not who do you think should be presenting to him. My question to you is why the fuck does the WWF have a Hall of Fame? Can you have a Hall of Fame for something that's written in script? Yeah. I could put whoever the fuck I want in the Hall of Fame if I'm writing whether or not they're going to be great.
0: I mean, yeah, you're right, but it's all about how how great you were. in the, Because Did you like, deliver it. Yeah, yeah watching some of these watching some of these and I'm to send you this YouTube page that I found that kind of has like the backstory on all the wrestlers and shit. No but way. like when you, when you recognize that some of your favorite wrestlers, and I know you know this, but when you recognize a lot of your favorite, well, all of them did not enter wrestling as who you know them as, or as the legend that they are. I think when you go through that storyline and you figure out how much they did to actually get to the legend that they are, it deserves to go in there. Okay. If, you, if, you hear okay. Kane, if you hear the if you hear the three or four roles Kane had before he made it to Kane, right. you're like, oh yeah, nigga.
1: You okay. You okay.
0: deserve to be in the motherfucking okay. hall of fame. You got dude.
1: me. I'm I'm back in. I'm back yeah, in. Now yeah, I like yeah. this now. I yeah. hated it when I first read it. But now you got me. I'm back in. I'm, I'm back gonna have in. to send
0: you the page so you can watch the stories and shit. Maybe
1: me and you take a field trip to the next WWF. Uh, well, we it gotta be somebody we fuck with. Like I'm not going for. Uh, Dusty Rhodes' induction. like I'm sure we probably missed on Cold already. Like We probably missed all the fire ones. We right
0: probably now. missed all the fire ones. that we We'll really probably catch one that to. we maybe, really like. Fuck maybe him. Kevin Nash. Maybe just still holding out on Kevin Nash. If big,
1: if big Sexy go in, that's where we got to go to. Being that I am the number one Big Sexy rapper on the internet. This has been the Dipped in Butter program. We appreciate y'all listening each and every week, man. Uh, thank y'all for spreading the word around. That's been kind of yeah. tight. I've noticed that the uh, that the listenership has been uh, heavily engaged Engaged, so that's extra tight my name is cat you can catch any of my content on catcrunch.com or my more important content each and every friday wherever podcasts are consumed that show that i'm on is called the Dipped and butter program the one you just listened to and i certainly hope you enjoyed it because i enjoyed doing it with my friend.
0: Absolutely. Uh, again, make sure you tell a friend and tell a friend. That's all we really ask. Along with making sure you follow and subscribe to the podcast and wherever fuck you listen to it too. That's important. Um, it's your boy West No T, aka Elmer Young, the motherfucking goddamn glue around this bitch. You play a partner, P O D N A. At Forever Young eighty nine on Instagram. Fuck with me though.
1: Yes, sir. Like I say each and every week, back on my bullshit. Please don't let these niggas be fake at my funeral. If I hear one of y'all niggas talking about how we used to kick it that used to be my nigga dog i'm about to listen to his mixtape right now i might hop out the casket and tell you that i never released a mixtape just to make that up
0: (laughs) just to make it very very uncomfortable for you um on the end of that i'm thinking about my dick right now (laughs) (laughs) we get to
1: next week you've been listening to the dipped in butter program with cat and wes join them next week for some more regular degular shit